This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hello, welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I am your host today, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by very special hosts with me. Co-hosts, co-hosts, hosts, co-hosts. Anyway, I am joined by David Theobald III. Hey, everybody. And you love her for her squeaky voice, Kersey Smurferica. Hola. Um, and today we are on to talk about Christmas movies. But uh. first... But first, it's time to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You?, where we all talk about the nerdiest thing we did in the last two weeks, and we vote on what the nerdiest thing was using the patented Mike Myler widget system. And it can be more than two weeks because it's been more than two weeks since you've been on. Oh, okay. Technically. Yeah, we, we've changed it to uh, uh, length of time. It's not... That's yeah, exactly. that, yeah, since the last time you were on the podcast. Oh, God, I, don't, I can't remember last week. <laughs> right? I need to keep a journal for this bullshit because every single week, I like during the week, I'm like, hey, this would be a good nerdy thing. This would be a good nerdy thing. We're going to go on the podcast. I can't think of anything. I need to keep a nerdy thing journal. But yes. you know what? If I keep a nerdy thing journal, that gives me a really good nerdy thing that week. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Always looking for the loophole. <laughs> so, um, David. Since you're our most recent addition to this show, what was nerdy with you this week? I've been trying to think, honestly. Um, I had to do a lot of mandatory overtime at work uh, over the weekend, last weekend, so I didn't get a chance to do much over the weekend there. Uh, I've just been pretty much just playing WoW and watching stuff on Hulu and killing time. It's kind of my status quo, or the, you know, it's what I do when I get home. I go home, I boot the computer up, and I start playing around on stuff. Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? So funny you mentioned that. <clears throat> it actually has to do with our topic, even though I didn't know it would have to do with our topic. So this week, well, it started last week. Last week, our company decided that we were going to do a, ho a holiday decorating contest. And um, they broke it out into segments. So each vice president segment had to do their own decorating thing and whichever team wins wins like three hundred dollars and like an outing to go out drinking neat yeah so we're really excited about it and we got together and we decided that our segment which is a four segment part is gonna do christmas movies as our holiday decorating thing <laughs> so we had one team chose a christmas story so they decorated their area like a christmas story Okay. We had another team choose Whoville, 
or the Grinch. So they created Whoville, and they did quite a good job. Okay. And then we had another team do Home Alone, and they were great. They put like every single trap in the movie. They put like like there were swinging paint cans, and there was like that's that's awesome. Wow. Not like a real blowtorch, but yeah, like but had a blowtorch. That's, that's awesome. And there were feathers and a fan and broken bulbs. And they even went so far, and this is what super fucking impressed me. They went so far as somebody's sister had a cutout of Michael Jordan from the <laughs> early 90s <laughs> in her garage. And they had Michael wow. Jordan cut out in one of the cubes and they put lace curtains in front of him so you just oh, saw wow. <laughs> it was it was so well done it really wow was. that's awesome and what then did your section do my section and this is where it gets nerdy my section did uh the national lampoon's christmas vacation Ooh, nice. And I had never seen the movie <clears throat> all the way through. I hope you did so some research. I did. So my research was I sat down. the uh, So this was last Friday. And I watched the movie all the way through. And I took notes on what we were going to do. Nice. And then we did it. <laughs> so my team built the house in front of the cubicles, both stories with the roof, with the window, having Clark look at, we had a cut out of Clark and he was looking out of it. Oh, wow. We had four windows on the front and each window, we printed out a scene from the movie. <laughs> so in each windows, so four windows, and then there were four panes in each window. Each pane had a different cut out of the movie. <laughs> We then had the door where you would walk down the aisle of the cube. You'd open the door and walk down. We had, like, rugs, well, Christmas welcome rugs and everything. And you'd walk all the way to the back where there was a tree with a squirrel in it. <laughs> <laughs> we had the fireplace. And we had the cat where it looked like it, you know, where the, the cat electrocutes itself. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a sign that said, the shitter's full, Clark. <laughs> we had um, a Jelly of the Month certificate. Wow. On top of that, we lined the entire house, ceiling to floor, in lights, just like they do in the movie. Wow. We had the actual movie playing on the wall uh, right across from the house. I set that up. The, I, I jerry-rigged it so that worked. Um, we had a table because the theme was movies going from thing to thing that had popcorn and eggnog with the little moose cups. We had a jello mold that was not quite set correctly. We had the big poster for Holy the movie. Crap. And on top of all of that, we all dressed up as characters from the movie. Oh, wow. Who so, did you dress up as? I, w I was Aunt Bethany, and I walked around with a cat in a box singing uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend Kyle was uh, her husband, and he walked around with a cigar going, Bethany! <laughs> so uh, we had Eddie, we had Clark, we had Ellen, we had all of them. So every all the characters, and that 
that's what we did. So that was my nerdy thing is that I did my homework. I watched a thing and I participated in a dress up acting thing for work. That's neat. So Brian, what was your nerdy thing? Um, So my nerdy thing happened yesterday. So Heather and I were talking about what we're going to do for dinner. And, you know, you guys know, but listeners not, might not know, I just moved from Southern California to Oregon. And coming from Southern California, one of our favorite things down there is In-N-Out Burger. Yep. And to feel a little bit more like home, I made two giant plates of animal-style fries. Nice. You grilled now, the onions and everything? I, I, I made the onions perfect. Uh-huh. They were finely cut up, and they um, I did a whole onion, and it caramelized down to a little pile. Perfect. That's how you do it. I made um, I made dressing. Um, I um, I mean, I put actual pickles in it. I didn't put relish in it because they don't put relish in it. They put pickles in it. I didn't cut them up as fine as they do, and they do some other things. But I, I basically just did the the pickles and the garlic powder. I think they have finely cut cut like really finely cut up onions and garlic in the spread yeah i think they do i couldn't tell you yeah but um it was amazing i i didn't do american cheese because vegan american cheese is hard to find so i did um daya jack because it's cheap at grocery outlet right now and it was different but it was still really really good Sounds good. I miss animal style fries so much out here that I will go to restaurants and I will order it and they will look at me like I am fucking insane. (laughs) Well, they got some weird things on the menu out there that people in California would think are strange, like like what they put on pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And they they eat chili on top of spaghetti. I eat chili on top of spaghetti all the time. It's a staple dinner around here. Oh, do you put cinnamon in your chili? No, I'm not from that area. We get our chili from a can. Yeah, so they put cinnamon in their no, chili. No, I know. Some places it's out there even weird. put chocolate in it. I mean... It's fucking weird. That That is weird. They put Russian dressing on pizza. Yeah, I've been to Skyline before. <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah. yeah. What's Skyline? It's a very famous chili spot in Ohio. Oh. No, that and Gold Star, they're always fighting. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I I was in I went to Youngstown for a couple of days back in like 2000. Oh, okay. That you did, yeah, yeah. I I know that making animal style fries might not be considered conventionally nerdy, but people nerd out over In and Out. Oh yeah, yeah. It's people it's a nerd phenomenon. Out food in general. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I mean, I have the video game stuff and all that too. I also went to the comic book store and try. I'm trying to set up a a, a Starfinder game out here. Oh, nice! Oh, I finally started to play. Uh, okay, I would thought of it now. Uh, I played Starfinder for the first time on Sunday. Last, uh, last organized day. play or home game? No, no, home game. How was it? It was good. I'm playing Zap Brannigan. What class did you go with? Uh, on uh, Envoy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah he's great he's I, terrible at everything but has such a high bluff he's the can best you give us a little taste of what your character sounds like oh of course he's zep bredigan <laughs> hello i'm zep bredigan you probably heard of me <laughs> he's always amazed when no one knows who he is 
because he's not high enough level of an envoy to be famous yet. So, <laughs> but in his mind, he's. I would like to take ever. first off. That's genius. I love Zach Brannigan. So that's genius. Mm-hmm. But I would love to point out that Brian has literally put bazillion versions in our outline right now. Like it's a real number. I you know? changed it to Brazilian because I thought that would be funnier. Uh. God damn it. <laughs> I saw you fixing my grammar errors. <laughs> they, they were right there. We use Google Docs for our outline, so it's it's editable, 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 editable. And I can't and, say that. And editable. hilarity ensues. Yeah, it's <laughs> editable by all of us. Other everybody can edit it. Yes. Come on, Brian. In it's not that hard. Time. Um. So we all have four widgets each. David, how do you vote and why? Uh, no, I've got to give all four of those to Erica. That was pretty. Funny. And you know. I am not influenced by you because I was planning this already. I'm giving all four of mine to Erica as well, because yeah. not only did she do some crazy freaking holiday thing, mm. she did it to the theme of this episode. Yeah, well, well played. Well played. Thank you. Thank Erica, you. four widgets, where they go? Like it matters. Oh, make it a clean sweep. Come on. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm going to give them all to me, too. I'm Woo! awesome. You are a terrible person. I'm that like, is 12 know. widgets to Erica. Erica, you win. Yay! You have to realize that with when you get 12 all together, there's some reality warping effects around the widgets. Oh, okay. So if your kid, if your children multiply, like you get the alternate versions of your kids as well, um, you that we're not held responsible for any damage. You sign that away. Just don't oh. let them touch each other. Yes. <laughs> The world will end. Yay! How old is Rowan now? I've been thinking that a lot. I know this has nothing to do with the podcast. I'm just curious. <laughs> she is 22 months. Wow. Oh, okay. So she's going to be celebrating her first Christ- her, her first Christmas she can remember. Yes. She. I have already had to remove all the bottom quarter of ornaments on the tree and move them to the top of the tree. Because she will pull them off and bring them to me, and I will put them back on the tree where they go, and then she will hand it back to me until I hang it higher to where she can't get it. So when you look at our tree, two-thirds of it, yeah, really it's two-thirds. Two-thirds of it has all the ornaments, and one-third of it has none of the ornaments. <laughs> you know, like, you left this on the tree, Mommy. When I was a kid growing up, my parents used to put the crib around the tree at Christmas time so we couldn't get to it. I thought about it, but it's there's just no point. Uh-huh. She likes to climb on things. The tree is next to the chair and the ta- or the couch and the table. So all she would do, even if I put a gate around it, is climb up on the couch, crawl across the table, stand up on the table, and start grabbing things. Oh, jeez! All right, I didn't but, realize I didn't realize I was dealing with a female Tommy Pickles. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we get to topic. I want to put this on the recording just so we can see what it sounds like later. But um, on another nerdy note, I got a new vaporizer this week, and this is what it sounds like. Yes, Lord Vader. Yeah. It's exactly what it sounds like. Lord Vader. That is absolutely insane. I have to be a lot more careful with my mute button now. Oh, that's funny. 
or every now and then we'll just realize that you're uh, you're you're uh, roiding out and uh, going to turn into going to go murder some younglings or something. Oh yeah, because I'm because I'm I'm Anakin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 well done, David. Uh-huh. You are a comedian, sir. <laughs> I try. <laughs> so um, we're talking about Christmas movies today because it's that time of year again where they put candy canes and lattes and Jimmy Stewart's on TV twelve times a day. <laughs> I don't think I could have put that any better. And well done. All I can hear is Mariah Carey, and oh. I fucking hate it. I've got two people at work that love to sing. Well, one sings off key just because she doesn't know any better. The other sings off key just because he can. And this is been constant Christmas carols sung badly by them for weeks now. This is the first year that I don't have to listen to the Josh Groban CD on loop <laughs> because that's my usual Christmas mm. at my parents. My mom will probably bring it with her when she comes out to visit us. Well, I, I am not a fan of Christmas music. I tolerate it in the week before Christmas, but before that, no. I enjoy all Christmas music except for one specific song. It's the same 20 songs done by there's, everybody. There's the same one freaking song. There's one specific song, and I think non-Californians may not even have heard it before, is Feliz Navidad. <laughs> I cannot stand Feliz Navidad. I was in band in high school and I had to play that damn song a billion times. <laughs> the only song that I can't stand is the Mariah Carey song because it's played everywhere all the time. And I worked retail for like 18 years. I think that's what did it. I, hated it. I, I worked at a Quiznos for a while once and our, our Christmas time soundtrack was the same CD just over and over. And I don't over. think I've ever heard it. Oh. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas? Yeah, I don't oh. think I've heard it. Just find a radio station playing Christmas music. You'll hear well, it. See, I only yeah. listen to podcasts. <laughs> that's that's the thing, is I only listen to podcasts. So It's been around yeah. since like 1990, Brian. I, I don't think I've ever heard it. Oh, send him a YouTube link. Oh, it's link. the... All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, yeah, I have heard it because it's yeah. in it's in um my my favorite Christmas movie, which we're yes. gonna talk about right now. Our favorite Christmas movies. So Fine, I won't rant about music then. <laughs> David, you get to go first. Well, my honest answer for my favorite Christmas movie has to be Die Hard. It's it is, and that's yeah. There's two types of people in the world: those that think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and those that are wrong. Mm-hmm. So now I get to give you the big reveal that I was gonna that I was talking about earlier. Sure. I've never seen it. Ah, uh, wow. I okay, okay, Anthony. I have seen Die Hard two. Why? I have seen Die Hard three. I have never seen Die Hard one. It is not called Die Hard three, sir. It is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've even seen the. Well, book. you know what's great, Brian, is I own all of them on As Google Play, so you, you can oh, just nice. log in and watch them. See, we noticed that we were looking through the collection because we brought up Google Play on the TV because we have it on the TV now. Nice. And Heather's like, "When did you buy all these?" And I'm like, "I didn't buy any of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we share a huge uh, Google Red account, so you get so to I get watch to, all the things I buy. There were all sorts of great <laughs> things in there. I Ryan. I watched um I Ryan. watched um do, do yourself a favor, go watch Die Hard. I watched Seriously, Nightmare you'll, you'll on Elm Street it. the other day. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street because it was on there. Yeah, the first one is so good. It is not a Christmas movie. No, there not is no much, argument. No. No, no argument. So, 
Tell us about Die Hard. Why is it so good as a Christmas movie? Okay, so Die Hard is a great Christmas movie. <laughs> yep. I mean, it just, it's, it's, I will, oh my God. My favorite thing in Die Hard is the ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. <laughs> that, is, oh, yes. that is the absolute best. And, and the premise of the story is that this cop flies to L.A. He's going through a separation a very rocky part in his, in his marriage. Yeah, real rocky thing going on in his marriage. And his wife just took a job with the Nakatomi? Yes. Nakatomi Corporation. And there's this big tower. And, these, and they're having a Christmas party. And he shows up. and He was invited. Of, well, yeah, he was invited. But she's kind of like pushing him off to the side. And he's like, what the fuck? Then these terrorists come in, and he goes into cop mode, and he saves the day, and it's hilarious. Yeah, um, that, that's a pretty good summation. Uh, Alan Rickman is one of the best acting performances he's given, is an amazing bad guy, and... Hans Gruber. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says, he's there for a Christmas party. <laughs> yep. It's a Christmas movie. And honestly, that's what I wanted to do instead of the National Lampooned Vacation. Oh, that would have been great. He and another guy, my friend Alan, voted for Die Hard. We're like, Die Hard. And they were all like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so easy. We work in an office. Right. Like, literally everything we need is right here, plus a little bit of decoration. Like, we could have had, like aluminum foil and him crawling through the thing and we could have had like a dummy strapped to a chair i mean there's so much things we could have done and we had like bearer bonds all over the floor but no no nobody else wanted to do die hard people just, you work with suck <laughs> they don't they just didn't know in this particular instance they suck well most of them had never seen die hard so oh my god I want to bring up another action movie that a lot of people don't realize is a Christian movie. Uh, a Christian Christmas movie. Christmas movie. movie. <laughs> Christmas movie. <laughs> Freudian slip. A Christmas movie. Lethal weapon. Yeah, it does take place at Christmas. Uh, he's working at a Christmas tree lot, that first thing he's in. Yeah, it also starts off with Jingle Bell Rock playing and ends with I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Erica, what's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie is Scrooged. Good one. It, that is my favorite. Oh my god, he's fantastic. There's Bobcat Goldwave. I can't remember the lady's name. That's the fairy in it. But I mean, there's just so many good lines. Like, like you know, well, we can't get the antlers to stay on the mouse. We'll staple them on. Are you serious? Yeah, staple <laughs> them on. They're like, uh, no, he's not serious. Do not staple those. <laughs> you know, there's the. Bill Murray walking up and shoving his face in this girl's, this dancer's tits. I mean, you can't get away with that stuff now. That was hilarious. Yeah. And then there's well, like... He is Bill Murray. Well, he's Bill Murray. I mean, Bill Murray could probably get away with it. But like, like, like the movie itself is just, it's so good. It's such a great twist on A Christmas Carol. And I mean, I just, I just loved it. Like... Oh, you li I like the rough stuff too, Frank. Is like, it, I mean, isn't Carol Kane in that? Yes. Yeah, she plays that character. Yeah, so good. 
So good. She's one of the funniest people on the planet. Anybody who has never seen Scrooge or taken the time to see it, just take the time to see it. It's it's so fucking funny. Agreed. So that's that is my favorite Christmas movie. Hey Brian, what's yours? My favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. Really? I show it to everyone. I love oh. that movie. All right. It's a good movie, but all right. Yeah, I love Love Actually. I think that's one of the best movies ever. When I saw Love Actually, I it, it, it's a very good movie. I think I was most blown away. It was the first time I had ever seen a movie um, that had all the different stories and how they interacted with each other. Yeah. It was almost it was almost like watching eight different movies. And I think and- that's that's what I loved about it. And not every story that they were following ended up like in a happy place. But Oh no, few. no, especially the, the woman with her brother. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still happy if you kind of, you know, because it was her family. Yeah. She's making sacrifices. But yeah, the love actually is so good. And Bill Nye is hilarious in that. Yeah. You know that that the guy that plays Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead is in that. Yep. Yes, he is. Yep. And he he um when they did the Love Actual reunion for Big Nose Big Nose Day just uh, like a year or two ago, um he came back to do it with the beard and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. And he did the thing with the standing at the door with the signs and his new wife also brought signs. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Love Actually is so good. And it, I mean, it's good as a Christmas movie and a romantic comedy. Yeah, no, I get that. It's just not the movie I pictured you saying was your favorite. I get it. It's a good movie. Um, Erica, do, yeah. very, do very many people like romantic comedies more than I do? I know you hate them. I mean... I've seen all of them. <laughs> I know. You really I, like them. I've seen a lot of them. They're painful for me to watch. Uh, like... It like as I'm watching it, I'm like, I I don't like awkwardness. Like you can ask Brian. Like whenever there's like a really awkward situation, this is also why I don't watch reality TV. Like when things start to get awkward, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is no why why why, and I have to turn it. Like I can't I can't even watch the aftermath of things like colliding in the awkward scope so romantic comedies are always awkward and i'm like i can't i can't do it then you add like on top of like setting these unrealistic expectations for like people falling in love i was like i just i can't do romantic comedies they're terrible do you did you do you like john cusack romantic comedies like did you see serendipity i did and no i don't and I love John Cusack. See, Serendipity is another Christmas movie. Yeah. You know what my favorite romantic comedy is? What? Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, you told me about that one recently, that What If, and that was really good. Yeah, that one was good. But that I had, had a lot one less problem with it, though. In it. I had a problem with it, though. What? It shouldn't have had a happy ending. It it was setting itself up to have a bummer of an ending, and it ended up having a happy ending. And it was it just it felt weird. It felt like it didn't fit the movie. Mm. I guess I re- I I think I enjoyed it because it was a to me it was a different type of romantic comedy. It was a lot more realistic in the way things. But you're right. No, it really shouldn't have had a happy ending. Um. 
so before we move on to least favorite Christmas movie, let's talk about a few other Christmas movies we like. I'm going to bring up one first. Mm. The Christmas Story has got to be one of the best Christmas movies ever. Uh, agreed. It's iconic for sure. It's, yeah. uh, it's always fun. I never get tired of watching it. I, I've even sat through it when they did the 24 hours of it, like two or three times running. Just It's a great background movie. It's always entertaining. The story's fun. I think we need to talk about your mental health a little bit. David, because I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not like sitting there staring at the screen. I meant like it's playing in the background while stuff is going on. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, I I've seen Fight Club in a 24 hour period over and over and over again, watching attentively. And you know, you can talk to me about my mental health all you want. Okay. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll tell you what. We'll have a conversation about that later. Bonus episode, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We're both nuts. A little known fact: Fight Club is also a Christmas movie. Shut up. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> um, Erica, you got to bring up the big one, the big one that we all grew up with as an iconic Christmas movie. Uh, I got to give you the honor of Christmas? Huh? The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, that, that one, exactly. Yeah, that was another idea I had for the movies. And they were all like, no, that's Halloween. I'm like, it's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. What don't you get? <laughs> and then I had one girl tell me she had never seen it. And I was like, literally, Halloween kidnapped Christmas and ruins it. That's that's it. I mean, it's in the title of the movie. And yeah, it was a thing. But yeah, I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's uh, for many, many reasons. Let's start with the score. The music in it is just so good. Like, just absolutely amazing. Danny Elfman never disappoints. Like, I mean, I've never been disappointed by his music. And it's really, it's catchy. And you can feel, like, the tone all the way from when they switch from, like, the Halloween sound to the Christmas sound. Like, you, you hear it shift. And, you know, in it took years for them to make it. The 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 still motion, like it's it's just motion capture, is that what it is, Brian? Stop motion. Stop motion, thank you. Stop motion. Like in stop motion is one of my absolute favorite types of cinema. Add like the creepy Tim Burton, you know, well, I guess you really started there, but then also like the, the creepy Tim Burton-esque view of the world. Like it's just, it's overall, it's just, it's so creative and it's so in the end, it's a very heartwarming movie. And I feel like a lot of parents, I know my mom did like when it first came out, I saw it and I was like, Oh my God, I want to see that. That looks amazing. Like I saw the trailers for it and the posters and I wanted to see it so bad. And she was like, and my mom of all people who let who let me watch The Crow when it came out, and I was like ten, was like, wow, that explains so much. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but the Nightmare Before Christmas comes out, and because she had no interest in it, she was like, no, I don't want you to see that. That looks too weird. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I didn't end up seeing it until like. I'm going to say two or three years later, a friend of mine had it on VHS and I got to see it for the first time. And I was like, what is, 
It's so amazing. What have I been missing? I was so upset. I had a similar experience with Nightmare Before Christmas. Like my mom was just not thrilled by the whole entire concept. And then years later, you take her out. By the way, Eric and I have different moms. We talk about being brother and sister all the time, but just letting everyone know that. Um, gotcha. We have different dads, too. Um, the um, uh, Years okay. later, Erica took, the El Capitan. took my mom to the El Capitan to see Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. And now it's her favorite movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, I, I don't have the, the, the fervor for it that you guys do, but it, it was a good movie. I've watched it several times. Yeah, we that it, it resulted in my mom saying the most le- least likely thing my mom would ever say, where my mom actually told me, you know, I like the Marilyn Manson version of the song better. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Nice. Oh. Nice. But yeah, no, that that's... No, yeah, no, the animation in it is amazing. It's a great movie. I just, I, I don't have the fever for it that you guys do. It's, you know, there's something, I don't own anything, Jack Skellington. I'm not, I'm not a fanatical for it. To, to put the term are you fanatical for any other christmas movies christmas I, i've got a uh, small like almost pop figure version of the lamp the leg lamp somewhere oh yeah yeah like a little figurine of it somewhere but uh i for otherwise for straight christmas movies not not really um i gotta bring up gremlins gremlins is amazing oh yeah gremlins is great um i mean there's has- the classics that that have everyone has seen or should have seen and Gremlins has that weird scene in it where the the his his friend says why she doesn't like Christmas, where her dad like got stuck in the chimney and died. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, whenever I think of the Gremlins movies, and I love the Gremlins movies, that that was actually the first what I would consider scary movie that I ever showed Amelia was the Gremlins movie, <laughs> and um. Every time I see the Gremlins movie, either one or think of it, all I hear is that pop noise when other Gremlins, like, are born. It's just that that pop, like, popcorn almost. (laughs) Nice. I, 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 you know what? I didn't really think about it until we've done this episode, but I love Christmas movies. I love them. I love Christmas movies. I enjoy it. It's like something I look forward to in the season. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big fan of the classics. My mom always loved to watch Miracle on 34th Street, so I grew to love that movie. I love It's a Wonderful Life. It's a great movie. Um, My grandparents would watch Holiday Inn over and over again. You know, I can't say I've ever seen that one. That's the movie where White Christmas, the song, is from. And then yeah. White Christmas, the movie, is a sequel to that. Right, yeah, no, I, I know that. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I don't. I haven't seen it either. My favorite movies, like growing up as a kid, like I enjoyed watching the Christmas Story, but my favorite ones were like the old school claymation, like where they had like the oh, like the Rudolph and and, yeah, like those are always those are always my favorite. He had like the wizard, the winter wizard. They had to fight. Uh, Yukon Cornelius is my spirit animal. If you've ever seen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah. he's a major character. In it. I don't yeah. know that. Yukon Cornelius. I think mm-hmm. the last time I saw it, I was too young to really remember anything about it. Uh, he's the adventurer that saves them when they're out wandering the wastelands. Erica, have you ever seen Trading Places? No, but it also doesn't sound... Wait, 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 wait. Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy? Yes, I have. I've mentioned it to 
to David when we were before we were recording, and he was like, "It's not a Christmas movie." And I'm like, "He dresses like Santa and shows up drunk at the party." <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. It is <laughs> yeah. a good movie too. I I enjoyed it several times. Did, did um, Eric? I don't know if I ever asked you. Did do you like Jingle All the Way? <laughs> no. Oh like my god. Is that the Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. yes. No, I've never seen it. It's turbo time. It's got to be one of the worst Christmas movies ever made, but uh, it's so much fun to watch. Like the last time you ever see uh, the Sinbad in anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know what else I've never seen? Polar Express. I haven't seen it either. But you're I not, you're not missing it. If, if, if you've read the book, you've seen the movie. You're not missing I've anything. not read the book either. No. It seemed like a really boring movie. Like there was it a is. train. They took they they made a feature length movie out of like a twenty two page ch- children's book that's mostly art. Okay, so it's really not a thing. All right. Yeah. See, I yeah. bought it thinking <laughs> that. Well, I bought it years ago, and I never actually got to watch it. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. The the, I, the the storybook is very simple. It's like a twenty two or twenty four page mostly art book. That well, has a I very thought, simple I thought story. the movie because everybody was like, oh, it's such a good movie and kids love it. And I was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, I should like nurture Christmas and my kids or whatever. And or well, at the time it was just Amelia. And I was like, I'll, I'll buy this movie and we'll watch it. And I tried to put it on like three times for her and she had no interest in it and she was like six so we just moved yeah. on <laughs> yeah i never saw it myself but i remember the book and from everything i've read all the reviews i've seen and people talking about it on the internet and things it's it's dull <laughs> david are yes. there any christmas movies you hate um I, honestly i'm not that big a fan of elf i know i'm gonna get flack for it but i'm it you know, you took, not, you took mine. I don't like it either. Okay, good. Because I, I, I. Wow, just, we I, all I, agree I, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> mine is. Well, I'm not it. much of a Will Ferrell fan, so yeah. So, I like my, Will Ferrell, yeah. but it has to be a very specific like situation. Like I've seen some of. I, I mean, I've seen Elf. I own it. I think. And not because I bought it, but because, like, one year for Christmas, Google was like, here, have a free movie. So, um, I've seen it because of that, and I thought it was okay, but a lot of, it has that awkward thing in it, where things are just really fucking awkward, and it makes me upset, and I can't do it because of that. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. Um, Another one that I'm not that big a fan of is uh, Bad Santa. I mean, it was funny, but honestly, that movie's hard to watch for me because I was kind of that kid growing up. So that movie hits a little close to home. <laughs> I have not seen Bad Santa because I had no interest in it. Oh, it's funny, and Billy Bob Thornton's great in it. But yeah, that movie gets hard to watch with some of the things that that ends up happening to that kid. Hits hits a little close to home. <laughs> That's fair. I've I've watched movies like that going, oh. Um, for me, it's. Um, the the um the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. I think he did a good job of that. The movie's terrible, but he did an okay job in it. Oh, it's just so it it just looks so. Maybe it's because I really liked the cartoon and the book. Yeah, but yeah, really, really hate it. I'm looking forward to this Benedict Cumberbatch one. 
Yeah. I am. I would like to see it because I've always impressed with Benedict Cumberbatch. But the one I dislike more than, like, I don't hate the Jim Carrey one, but I really don't like the Mike Myers one. Oh, the oh. Cat in the Hat? Yeah, uh, the Cat in the Hat thing. Uh, I was like, you. no, this is awful. I really don't like the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol movie. I don't like it either. It's uncanny valley to make my head hurt through the think, whole movie. I think Do you I know what the was. best Christmas you know what the best Christmas Carol movie is? Bruce. Muppet Christmas Carol? The Muppets. The <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. The Agreed. guy that plays Ebenezer. <laughs> oh my god, he's so good. Uh, sir, the bookkeeping staff would like to know about some extra call for Christmas. How would the bookkeeping staff like to be something unemployed? <laughs> it's the it's it the Muppets Christmas Carol is the best. Agreed. Period. To be fair, the Muppet Treasure Island is one of my favorite pirate movies of all time. <laughs> one of That's my the Muppets are amazing. Agreed. My favorite Christmas Carol movie is the nineteen seventy one that's just called Scrooge. Mm. Okay. That was the first one I ever saw, and I love it. Well, I guess technically my favorite Christmas Carol movie is Scrooged, but... Muppet Christmas Carol is really good. Well, any of those Muppet movies are good. I mean, Muppet Treasure Island was great. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. It's just a shame that they didn't make more of those. You know what? I was watching the Muppet TV, the newest Muppet TV show, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, like, especially when Fozzie was like, I was just trying online dating, and you'd be surprised how many people respond to uh, Big Hairy Bear. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that, too. I thought it was great. I can't believe it got canceled. It didn't last long at all. No, it didn't. I know. There was some sort of outrage that Kermie and Piggy weren't together. And I was like, whatever. It's like the 2000s. They cannot be together. It's fine. Yeah. Disney listened to the wrong people and canceled things they shouldn't have. People get outraged about things. Yeah. It's the time we live in. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I say that, and things happen that I get really pissed off about. So, Exactly. We we all have opinions. But, like, I I think things are really like shifting in the media industry. And the reason I say that is like a lot of things that 20 years ago would have never been made are now getting made because people are, I feel like they're starting to listen to the consumers instead of just, you know, trying to pop out the same story 20 times to make as much money as possible. People aren't willing to watch the same thing the way they were before. We have too many media options at this point. So they really have to engage in the content the way that they should in like a quality effort and not just think that throwing Tom Cruise's face on a, on X movie is going to make it better. You know, in a case in point is Deadpool. Deadpool would have never been made if it wasn't for the fans. And I feel like the I feel like the industry's really, really shifting to to I mean, it's gotta be more competitive if they want people's money. So sorry, tirade. No, no, it's all right, dear. You oh. you make some excellent points. Um speaking of Deadpool, I gotta ask you, and this isn't related to Christmas movies at all. 
Even though, little known fact, Deadpool is a Christmas movie. I swear to God, Brian, I'm going to stop you. <laughs> well, no, he's right, because there is one scene in which they have sex on Christmas. Yeah, I'm but it's saying. a montage where they're going through an entire year that does not qualify. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing that line in the sand. You will not cross it. Uh, how excited is Amelia about Detective Pikachu? Oh, my God. So excited. I can't wait to see that either. It's going to be. So yeah, it's, you know, Ryan Reynolds voice coming out of Pikachu was a little off putting the first time I watched it. And then oh, by the third man. time I watched it, I was like, all right, I'm on board. Yeah, it, it he has is, is now become Pikachu. Every time I see Pikachu in anything, I think Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds voice. Yeah. I will zap you with my butt. <laughs> like, I um okay, so back to Christmas. I want to share a few little known terrible Christmas movies that actually got made. Um, I'm sure none of you have Is actually it the Star seen Wars me. Christmas movie. Um, no, no, not gonna. We're not gonna talk about the Star Wars made for TV Christmas special. Oh, good. Um, Grumpy Cat, one. worst Christmas ever. Oh dear God, really? Yep. What? Um, what, what do you want to bet it's literally just footage of Grumpy Cat? For Grumpy Cat's movie. worst Christmas ever. Oh. And Aubrey seems... Plaza does the voice of Grumpy Cat. <laughs> Who? Uh, Aubrey Plaza, she was on... Um, she played... Um, uh, she, yeah, she played the, uh, the, 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 weird, the, the weird girl. She yeah. plays the weird girl in everything she does. Yeah. The weird girl in what? The one who married uh, uh, Chris Pine in uh, Parks and Rec. That's not Chris Pine. That's Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's what I meant. Shut up. I know things. You shut up. You were wrong, sir. You're right. I was wrong. I am not afraid to admit it. Okay. I know who you're talking about next. Okay, go. Um, okay, another bad movie that I saw this when it came out. I'll Be Home for Christmas with oh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, I saw this too. You know, I lo I was really curious the other day on what the fuck ever happened to him, and I looked it up. Apparently, he's just got a lot of money and doesn't need to do shit. So. Yeah, pretty much. Home Alone um, is good to him. That's Macaulay Culkin! Oh, shit. You're right. I meant um the the, the, the show you Home, home Improvement. Improvement. It Thank also you. has the word home in it. Yes, I, it does. I, I That's where my that. brain went. Yeah, um, but he was also the voice of Simba in The Lion King, too. Yes, he, yeah, was. he was. Yeah, he did a lot of shit. He was, the right, voice ahead, of, he was the voice of Simba in The Lion King 1 as well. Oh. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Oh, Fuck damn. <laughs> I can hear you flipping. I can hear her flipping you off from here. <laughs> um, Black Christmas? slasher horror movie on christmas yeah i heard about that one it came out in 1974 and then it was remade in 2006 mm -hmm. that doesn't surprise me um i'm gonna skip a few of these because they're just pulling every b movie under the sun for this list um krampus? It, was krampus one of those i really enjoyed krampus krampus Super. was good and i yeah. was gonna bring that up krampus was really good yeah, that was another movie that I also wanted to do for the the Christmas party thing, and I was told no. Yeah, it's, it's, again, more horror. In 1964, they made a movie called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That just sounds cool. <laughs> the picture looks pretty cool. This is Santa just hanging out with a bunch of aliens. <laughs> um, 
Jack Frost, which oh, is God. weird. I know that oh, one. Oh, with, with, what's his name? Oh, my God, I remember Michael this. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, and when Jack Frost came out, and it was right at the same time, another movie called Jack Frost came out. It was a horror movie based and on it was a snowman right. horror that movie killed about people. a killer snowman that yep. was possessed by a serial killer. Yeah, yep. I remember that one. I have seen them both. I have, as have I. Um, 2012, A Christmas Story 2. Oh, God. I remember that. I never saw it. I read a review on crack.com about it. It's awful. It's it's absolutely awful. Okay, glad I didn't bother seeing it then. Yeah. Um 1996, Santa with Muscles. What the fuck? Okay. Um 2014, Jingle All the Way 2. They made a sequel to that starring oh, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh good god. And that sounds movie, about right. And the movie is produced by WWE. Oh my god! <laughs> it it's like it's designed to be made fun of. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, there's Silent Night, Deadly Night, but I mean, that's just another old horror movie. I mean, it oh. it, it had sequels. <laughs> Terrible form. Yeah, several of them. Garbage but, day. Oh my god! You've actually seen it. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh yes, wow. <laughs> Hi, I was a film minor when I was going to college. Oh, I love the things I learn about you. I studied a little bit of film in college. Um, what I discovered about studying film in college that I can fall asleep during Blade Runner. Oh, damn, really? Yeah, I, I do not like that movie. Uh, it's it, okay. I can't blame you for it. I mean, I can, and I'm silently judging you, but I will publicly state that I don't. Hey, I finished Neuromancer. Yeah. You got points for that. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, d- have you gotten uh, uh, the the First Lord's Fury yet? I unfortunately I got it, but I was going through a slow reading period and I didn't finish it before my loan ran out. So now I got to wait on hold again before I can finish it. <laughs> so I am reading um, a book called The Atrocity Archive. Never even heard of it. Um, I got. I was recommended it by a barista who smelled the nerd on me as I walked in the door. <laughs> um, it's written by a guy named Charles Stross, and it's a British book, and it's book one of, like, 18 of a series of books called The Laundry Files, and I didn't really know anything about it going in. This is what this is the perfect book for me. I freaking love this book. It's about an IT guy that works for an organization that covers the bureaucracy of the use of magic in the world. Wow, that does sound right up your alley. But it's not the the kind of magic is like Cthulhu magic. Ha. And they he writes it as if it's in the world of H.P. Lovecraft, like people talk about going to Miskatonic University or spending time in Arkham. It's really really good, but it's from the perspective of an IT guy. And it's amazing. Like, he talks about troubleshooting computers that are used for occult rituals. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really, really good book. I can't wait to read the entire series. Sounds good. So, um, it is time for that one movie. Oh, yeah. We describe that one movie we saw that one time that had those people in it. Um, and um, let's is try to... New? Find... No. Yeah, this oh, is, yeah, it this... is new. You were here for when we came up with this. Because we came up with this two episodes ago. Yes. So instead of just doing a movie described badly, you just say, 
that one movie and then you say stuff like I can say um, that one movie where um, Billy Bob Thornton fat shames a poor boy. Ah, bad Santa. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> okay. Hey, I described it accurately. I know. I know. Um, uh, so um, let the challenge is we're going to play that one movie for Christmas movies. Oh, we are? Okay. That's the challenge. All right. I didn't, I'm, I'm not, I'm committing to this. This is the worst part of our podcast where we all have trouble improving. Um, I don't Steve, know if we can do okay, it I've got for one. Christmas movies because the moment you say the actor. No, no, I've got one. It doesn't have, have to be an to actor. Say the actor. You could just say that one movie where stuff happened yeah, and I, I, just use vague terms. All right, I've got it. Uh, there was that, that one movie where uh, the guy had uh, had some trouble picking someone up from the airport. Die Hard 2 with the... No, Die Harder. Die Hard 2. Yes, Die Hard 2. Die Harder. That was good. You wouldn't have been able to get it if you didn't know we were talking about Christmas movies, but yeah, that was good. (laughs) Um, That one movie where um, Howie Mandel sings... Yeah, there, that's it. Crickets? Crickets? I have no clue. There has to be more than that. I, I really don't think there needs to be. Um, Trying to think one, what movies Howie Mandel's been in. That one movie where Howie Mandel sings and it's on Christmas. And it's one of the movies we talked about in this podcast. Oh, it has to be uh, Love Actually. No. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Yeah. Harry, Howie Mandel was the voice of Gizmo. Oh. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I know. I inter- uh, see, I, I, I included didn't know trivia that, so. in my question, <laughs> in my in my um, description. I love this game. This game, you win if you can piss off everyone else in the room. <laughs> All right, I have one. Okay. That one movie where the guy gets forced into a new position and his children hate him. Oh, um. Oh, I know I can get this. I don't know. Yeah, I give up. The Santa Claus. Oh, oh his yeah. Children his children doesn't hate him. His son doesn't oh, hate yeah, him. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. yeah. They really hate him. They really, really they hate him. They get to like him at the end when he becomes Santa because they know he doesn't have to be part of their lives anymore. There's only <laughs> one kid. Oh, one kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's what threw me. I was like, children, no. Santa Claus only has one kid. Uh, okay. Hmm. Um... That one movie where children can wave their arms around and turn garbage into beautiful. What? I don't think The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe counts as a Christmas movie. No, it's it's, um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they do that by stealing from other people. They just go in front of the tree and wave their arms around, and when they move away, it's all nice. Yeah, but they take all the stuff from Snoopy's uh, uh, doghouse. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, they steal it all from Snoopy. Those thieving children. <laughs> oh, I have one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That one movie where the homeless man dies and the rich man feels bad about himself. Oh, um, Scrooged? Yeah, Scrooged. Yay! Yeah, yeah. That you know what? It's funny. It kind of works for um. It kind of works for Groundhog Day, too. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Like, that sounds like Groundhog Day, but that's not a Christmas movie. Because I immediately got the picture in my mind of him feeding him the soup. <laughs> hey, wasn't there, wasn't there a Ghostbusters that was on Christmas? I, th- oh, I don't know. I think, so. I think was, the second one was... I don't think it was Christmas time. 
Really? There was a lot of snow in one of them. I thought it was Christmas. It wasn't. Uh, the, it, there was a lot of white stuff in the first one, but it was marshmallow fluff, not snow. Well, I know that. I wasn't talking about the first one. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, the second one was Christmas. Yeah, because they're they're talking. It, it starts off on around Christmas, and then it's like New Year's Eve. The world's gonna end. Oh, okay. Yes. So Ghostbusters Two is a Christmas. Well, there you go. Yes, it is. You know what's funny is is I like two almost more than one because of that goddamn painting, which oh is like God, the, the best thing. Is the Vigo. thing. Vigo is the best thing ever. I, you know, I I would love to have it, but you know, no one really wants to put that on their wall. Uh. <laughs> no, but speaking of things that's on your wall, Brian. Oh my God. Erica got me the world's greatest Christmas present. I opened it super early. She sent it and I opened it right away because, you know, screw it. Mm -hmm. But she got me the end, the scene, a poster of a screenshot of the end of Fight Club painted in the style of Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, sorry, night. It's the best. And I can't wait to get a frame for it and hang it up. We're waiting because um, we're moving this weekend. So we didn't bother to do it right away because we're just going to have to take it down. Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. It yeah, is it's in the style of Van so Gogh. It's not Starry Night behind okay. it. Okay, gotcha. It's just, it's just painted in that style. Gotcha. Okay, that's very cool. Oh, it's so good. And I knew what it was right away. I, <laughs> I, I freaked out. And Heather's like, you live on a first floor apartment. Shush. <laughs> so I was loud. <laughs> she just said, mm-hmm, behind me. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> I saw it, and I knew it was perfect. <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. Did you get your Christmas gifts? Yes, we did. Did you open them okay. already? No, you didn't send me anything. No, you didn't send them wrapped, so I opened the box, and I saw they weren't wrapped, so I, I closed did. the box. Oh, good. But you saw them. I saw that there were things in there, and I knew they were from our Amazon wish list, so I knew they had to come from you. And you're not going to mention it because your daughter might listen to this. Correct. News for the patrons, everybody. You're gonna in the bonus episode. You'll get to hear what I got Heather, what, what I got Erica for Christmas. Oh, nice. I was gonna say you didn't get me anything. No, I'm just messing with you. I wouldn't expect you to. Oh, we have so many people to buy for. I think we were, <laughs> I think we were at like 520 bucks or something like that. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep, yep. All right. You know what I realized, Bray? What? That. We've known each other like half over half of my life. Yeah. Wow. That's true. Yeah. Over half of my life. We have been friends. Yeah. Easy. And we've been siblings for a year and a half. (laughs) 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 Like 10 years. That's not the point. (laughs) Or 11 years at least. Well, you were my sister-in-law for a good chunk of that. And then you became my sister officially when I announced it on the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, so it was actually like almost three years ago now. It's just easier to explain. Yeah. So anything nerdy going on in your guys' lives, David? Uh, not really. Uh, doing just uh, work. We're getting our Christmas shutdown coming up in a couple of weeks for work. But other than that, no. Uh, I've got some more uh, Pathfinder stuff planned for this coming weekend and next weekend but i'm not sure which campaign we're playing yet 
It's nice thing about my home game. We've got a roaming, we've got a, a rotating uh, game we play. So someone, yeah. we're not necessarily always GMing the same game every week. So I'm running a camp. I'm playing in three campaigns and I'm running one. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm running Giant Slayer. Uh, Robin is still technically running her Kingmaker game. Um, the, our other GM Dave is running uh, Shattered Star and uh, Starfinder game for us. <laughs> Erica, what about you? Um, I am, um, just, I, I've decided that I'm going to start playing magic at the local shop, which means I have to get, I have a good deck, like for a kitchen table deck, I, I have a deck that really just generally infuriates everybody. So I know it's pretty good. Um, but I decided I wanted to build a blue white deck so that I have more, more control and, uh, start playing in the game shop. So. That's what I'm doing. That's my nerdy thing. Me, blue I'm, I'm blue trying white's to pretty get, good right now. Oh, what's what's up? So I said blue white's pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the Ravnica Guild is releasing uh, the blue white guild in January. Yeah. So uh, I, I play on the uh, the online game, the arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was in the beta, and I play <laughs> it now. So I don't own any physical cards, but I still kind of play. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. I really like having the physical cards. I don't... Yeah, I, I used to, too, but now it's a, a space thing, and no one I know actually plays the physical game, so they'd literally just be collecting dust. Everybody I know plays the physical game and not the digital game. Like, mm-hmm. my friend Matt plays, my friend Stephanie, her uh, boyfriend, uh, Nick plays, um, my husband's best friend Wes plays, and then a bunch of his friends, Tori and uh, like Enrique, like there's just like, there's literally like out of all of our friends, at least 75% of them have magic cards and actively play. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't even, I don't even have an actual game store within like 20 miles of where I live. So <laughs> I have one five minutes, not even five minutes up the road, two minutes up the road. So. Yeah. must, must be nice. It it's super nice. They're actually a really good store. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah must, they got must, lots of stuff. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't you? Oh, I hey, thought Frank. you lived in a metro area, David. I do, but the the game store that was around here moved. Uh, it's it, it, I'd have to get on freeways, and it you know a ten mile drive is still half an hour, forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to L.A., man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian, we, guess what I bought? What? There was a new betrayal. Called Legacy, and I'm super excited to play it. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Uh huh. Nice. They, so they, there's the, a new a new uh, a new um, uh, update for it. Yeah. So they're they're well, it's a different version altogether. Okay. Uh, so I own three Betrayals now. I have the original one that I got before my first child was ever born. Okay. Um. There's the second one, which is Arkham Horror. So it's a Cthulhu one yep. we have. And then, um, and then there's this one. It's called Legacy, and it's different because where all the other ones, it was like a completely different game every time you played. Yeah. Legacy, now you play the same characters. You play the same character. It builds yeah. on, every game builds on top of the other game. I see. Interesting. Um, yeah. I I have the D and D skinned version called the uh, um, the Trail at Baldur's Gate. Oh, we have that one too. I yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> 
I lied. We have four. That's all right. I love betrayal. I, I it's. Oh, me too. Baldur's so Gate fun. is honestly, it's a lot of fun for people that yeah. don't like the horror aspect of it. It's D and D themed. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 looking for role playing game partners right now. Um, hey, listeners, if you're in the Portland area, let me know. <laughs> hey, Brian, you if you're interested in playing over like RPG, like tabletop games, not other type of role playing. I uh, I went on Reddit and um looked for um looked for I went on the LFG Reddit and looked in the Portland section. Uh, if you're interested in playing online, I've got a uh, fifth ed game that I need another player for. We're doing uh, we're doing um, um, dragon 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 hold heist or something like that. When and how often? Uh, we haven't played in a couple of weeks because people's schedules are weird. I'm trying to get it organized as to when we play over Discord and use Roll Twenty. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I have Discord. Um, I have yeah. a microphone. I think we're trying I mean, to, obviously. It's, it's it's in the evenings. I'm playing with uh, WoW friends of mine that I've made that are now real life friends of mine. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, well, they, we tried to start another game and the GM was not very good. So then uh, I was like, well, you know what? If you guys want to have fun, I'll, I'll GM. And they seem to be enjoying it so far. So we've got three sessions in, I think. Yeah, three. And then people's schedules went to hell, so we haven't got a chance to play since. <laughs> well. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll um, let you know. put me in whatever you use to communicate with these people, and maybe we can figure out a schedule. And I, I mean, I can't play every week. Right. I really wouldn't be able to do that. But I can maybe do once a month, or okay. maybe twice a month on a stretch. I mean, if it's on, if it's, if it's, yeah, maybe twice a month on a stretch. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm more interested in finding something that can get me out of the house. Oh, uh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was our episode, folks. Um, we talked about Christmas movies, and I, I think this was probably one of our most organic conversations that we've had. I think we really sounded like a podcast. You yeah. know, it only took 122 tries. <laughs> Brian, I think you're way too critical. We, we even, I mean, we even segued into gaming there for a minute. It was pretty good. My segues were on point tonight. I had some great transitions. I'm proud of myself. Don't put me down. I'm proud of you. Who put you down? Nobody put you down. Well, I, I, down. I had to get down to hear you because you're short. Oh. <laughs> Your toes are short. Shut up. Damn. <laughs> I always feel like a referee with you two. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, it's like well, you have to step between us. It's weird. And with Michael, you're just like beat him up all you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this is just how we are. Yep. <sighs> so um, yeah, this was the episode. Um, thanks for being here. I was Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by David Theobald the Third. Bye, everybody. And Chrissy Smurferka. Bye. This is my always last. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Always. I'm always last. I was here before David, and I'm still fucking last. Fine, Brian. She can go first next time. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. I'm not I, mad about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bit Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, Four, and stay, stay awesome. 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 Uh, Goodbye, Erica. David, cut her off. I don't have that ability yet. <laughs> Erica didn't say goodbye. 
Fuck you, Brian. Thanks for listening.